Bhagat Singh wrote, Why I'm an Atheist, in 1930 when he was incarcerated in the Lahore Central Jail. This book was published in 1931 in Lala Lajpat Rai's weekly, The People. To be clear, this is often not a book but an essay of 24 pages. This essay opens with an issue whether vanity was the cause of Bhagat Singh's atheism. Apparently, some people had blamed him of this and he skilled this accusation through this essay. Consistent with him, pride or vainglory didn't stand in the way of his belief. He simply denies the existence of the Almighty God and vanity is not the reason for it. Bhagat Singh had been an atheist from when he was an obscure young man. He comes from a family of believers. In fact, he won't to recite the Gayatri mantra in school for hours. However, eventually he came to question his belief and began believing in disbelief. When he joined the Revolutionary Party and when he came to understand his comrades well, he was surprised to seek out them having no idea of disbelief. In fact, these members were neither here nor there in matters of belief. Bhagat Singh evolved within the revolutionary thought process through much reading. He first studied mysticism and blind faith and next he replaced them with the cult of realism. He ventured into the mysteries of the planet, studied them, and located no direct proofs for them. Instead, what he found was variety of religions that were mutually incompatible with each other. Therefore, the shortage of a single universal faith in this world was a proof that there was no God. Otherwise, how could he allow the existence of disparate religious beliefs that don't fit with each other? It doesn't seem to occur to Bhagat Singh that God might have let different people worship him in different ways, one way is not superior or inferior to another. The conflicts and incompatibility among religions might be the result of human actions. Bhagat Singh goes on to say that a realist must challenge faith with reason. If the religion crumbles, then the realist must shatter the full edifice down and clear a space for the erection of a new philosophy. However, Bhagat Singh didn't endeavor to enlighten us on the new philosophy. What's it? How does it work? Is it as good as the one that is being shattered? We do not know. Bhagat Singh himself admits to the present lacuna in his words and I quote, Let me admit, I've got not been able to study much on this point. Indeed, he seems to think one bird within the bush is worth two on hand. His theory is one among negation, the non-existence of a supreme being. On the opposite hand, he won't let the believers rest easy. He asks the believers pertinent questions. He asks believers, why did God create of these and the purpose behind the creation? Not for Bhagat Singh, except for believers, creation has no purpose and it's up to them to reify creation and meaning and purpose through their actions and thoughts. If they fail during this task, it's hardly God's fault. Bhagat Singh claims that during this world created by God not a single soul is perfectly satisfied. He doesn't delve into the causes of this but explicitly ascribes it to the fault in the God. He reasons this may be God's law but a law that creates no sense to him. Further, he theorizes, God does of these for his pleasure such as Emperor Nero or Genghis Khan would do. But these cruel people wrought suffering on a limited number of citizenry but the Almighty God on all humanity. Consistent with Bhagat Singh, this world may be a veritable hell. To buttress his claims, he calls out the ills of the world, poverty, suffering, slums, starvation, but, we wonder, why it doesn't strike Bhagat Singh that, after all, God didn't create money. Bhagat Singh opines that the best sin in this world is to be poor, poverty is a sin. It's a punishment. Again, the blame for creating money and therefore the role money plays is placed at the door of God.
as per Bhagat Singh, punishment are often of three types, retributive, reformative, and deterrent. Out of those, reformative has significant scope but Hinduism gives no scope for reformation, in any case, nobody remembers one's past. Hence, one is denied the chance to reform. One continues to suffer blindly without knowing the causes or effects. Bhagat Singh doesn't seem to consider the possibility that remembering all of one's past will place an unbearable burden on one's soul, and hence one is given the chance to reform with a clean slate and redemption through suffering. Another question that Bhagat Singh raises is, why God doesn't stop every man from committing sin? His assertion that God should intervene in the activities of man raises more questions. Will that make man an automaton, merely following the dictates of a superior being rather than thinking and choosing his activities? There are no answers to these in, why I am an atheist. In Bhagat Singh's opinion, God is someone who serves us as a bulwark against the weaknesses, shortcomings, and limitations of citizenry. However, one hanging on coattails of God must face only distress. This essay portrays a young and revolutionary mind, haunted by questions. Being witness to the insufferable cruelty of the imperialist towards his countrymen makes Bhagat Singh to say, God failed to create man. It's man that created God.